One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, you're about to listen to this week's episode of Sofa Cinema Club. Just before we get started, this is your reminder to go and follow or subscribe to us wherever you are listening to this podcast. All the support is greatly appreciated. Now, it's time to enjoy this week's episode. Hello and welcome back to Sofa Cinema Club. I'm Colson Smith and as always I'm joined by Jack P. Shepard. Ben Dallas. The Sofa Cinema Club is our podcast where we get together to educate each other on films. Now it is all about the films we should have seen, (laughs) we should have seen, but we haven't. Each week we set a film for the other to watch, then we come into the studio and we talk about what we loved, hated and rated about the film. Now, the beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along with the film at home and then join us every Thursday to find out what we thought of the film. This week's film has been chosen by Jack and it is the absolute classic, the banger, Fire in the Sky, also known as Shite in the Sky. No, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. Turd from above. Take that, take that. Cut that, Henry, cut that. He's not saying that about my film. (laughs) But before we get into talking all things Fire in the Sky and all of its magic or whatever it's got in it, how's your week been? What have you been up to? Um, We had a party, didn't we, Carl? We did have a party, yeah. Thought you were going to bring this up. We pretty much just about finished Super Soap Week, haven't we? We've been filming that. Yeah. Which is, um, I think there's two every year, isn't there? There's one in April and one in October, and we're filming the one in, for October. One for Britain's Got Talent final, one for the NTAs. Is that what it is, yeah? Yeah. So this one is the NTA one. Yeah, and it's um, it's all about Uncle Stephen. So we've been busy filming that, and we wanted like a big sort of rap party, and it just happened that it coincided with Sarah Lou's birthday party in it in real life tina o'brien your on-screen sister yeah she was the big four so she thought she'd throw like a big party so she invited everybody from work she bloody did throw a big party she bloody did yeah hundreds of people there we had it all we had food drink a band so ben you know how for a while the thing was photo booths yeah Oh, yeah. Everyone piles in, don't they? And then it starts off, sometimes people look mint. Yep. Everyone piles into the photo booth. Bit of fancy dress. Did I ever tell you about my mate who went out with a supermodel? 
Yes. Lives in Brooklyn. No, it's in London. They went, she was from America. Okay. And they went into a photo booth. And you know how you always look shit in a photo booth? I think you look good. I think the lighting's always good, mate. My passport photo's good. On the whole, On the it's whole. a bit okay. shit. I mean, maybe you might get one, you go, I don't look too bad. But on the whole, they're a bit shit. So it's my best mate in London. And he's going out with a supermodel who remained nameless. The photos came out and he looked absolutely dog shit. She looked amazing. <laughs> absolutely amazing. And it was a photo booth. Like, fully like the cover of Vogue. And he'd, but he looked like he'd been stuck on and looked really, really bad. Mugshot. And she looked, yeah, mugshot. Yeah. Awful passport photo. And she looked like someone was blowing wind behind her. She had her makeup done and everything. And we were in the, we were in Leicester Square in the Trocadero or something. So there we go. So it's not photo booths now. I think I know what it is. Yes, it is now. I don't know what the official name for them is, but it's now the 360 platform. Yeah, that's good. Uh, You stand on like a plinth, don't you? And you move. I hadn't seen much of Jackie P on Friday night. And then in the corner of my eye, I caught a glimpse of some little child waving their hands around on the 360 platform, having the absolute time of his life. Is it a robot? Kind of. You, it's just like a little plinth. You stand on it, and what's attached is a stick with the camera on the uh, side. And the, the camera and the stick goes round. I bet you've got moves, Colson. I mean, you've sorted your moves out. Yeah, well, I did, but Ben, it went round five times. And after the third one, I will have ran out of material. Uh, I ain't got five in me. I might have three in me. The old wink, the finger. The wink, the finger, the, the, the dance. The staying alive, staying alive. And then how do you get the footage? They send airdrops it you. Just airdrops, airdrops it to you. Is there a lad with it? Yeah, a lad yeah. comes with it, yeah. You go, t- does he give you a top tip? No. No. No clues. He doesn't say, hold on, brace yourself, goes quick, doesn't say anything. Do this. No, get on. He just says, stand there, go. I mean, to be fair, Ben, he very much makes it out that you're supposed to know exactly what you're doing because these things are everywhere. It is a case of, well, it's not, it's not your first ride, is it? So stand on and go. There's that famous lad who does them for like the Oscars, isn't there? And his comes in, it's like a robot arm and comes in and that's super famous. And everyone seems to know exactly what they're doing. They all pretend and they go, Ooh, what's this? They all look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I had three goes at it, and by the third one, uh, I was I was on three. it. Yeah, I would, three. I, I'm popular at a jack. Everyone wants to have a go with me. Oh, steady on. What about the photo booth? Band jack. You love a band, don't you? Yeah, live band. Um, live band. They were good. I think they did like three sets, didn't they? Anyone nearly get up for the old karaoke? We had not the final song, but the the penultimate song, Ben was Teenage Dirtbag, Wheatus. Uh. And they split the dance floor, okay? So there was a male singer and a female singer, and you were on one side and you had to sing a verse each. And it was it was, it was, it was very good. It was very good. What time did you finish, Coles? I think I got home about half one. But I did that classic thing, Ben, of I reckon for... From 11 o'clock onwards, I was like, one drink and then I'm off. You just have to backdoor it. You've got to do the, oh, I'm just going to the loo. Yeah. I bet you did that, Shepard. I bet you just did the, I'm just going to the loo and you're out the door. I Ben, I didn't even do that. I didn't even do that. I put my drink down 
and mm. walk out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I text. That's how I do it. You know when you, you go to a party, yeah? You've you've got like a couple of rooms on the way in, yeah? So Jack comes up to me and he goes, bloody hell. And I was like, you all right? And he went, yeah, I've been here for a while. I've been here. And I went, nice shirt. I like your shirt. Wearing a new shirt. And he went, yeah, yeah. He went, I've left me leather jacket in the cloakroom. Do you think anyone will steal it? <laughs> well, yeah. It's an expensive jacket. And the thing is, it wasn't in a cloakroom. It's just in so, a corridor. So protective of his leather jacket. I, I tell you what, a bit of suspense. No, I bet it was still there. Yeah, Because it it's tiny. No one fits in it but children. No child is running in going, oh, I fancy a leather jacket and I can drive. It's fucking tiny. Might be expensive, but bloody hell, it's a tiny leather jacket. <laughs> That's good. Home fairly early, sober. Look, put your little bed socks on, you're fine. Yeah, well, I had the big, the big Saturday, didn't I? Because cricket season, it is heating up. I thought it's all finished. Are you ready for some context? Done it all finish at summer. Yep. Are you ready for some context then? We've got three league games left. I've not spoken about it for a while because I've been too nervous. We've got three league games left. Castleford are top of the league. You'll be proud to know as sponsors. We're six points clear of Driftfield and eight points clear of York. It's 10 points for a win. Ah. And I'm telling you now, I don't think Driftfield will lose a game. So we need to win all three of our games. It is tight. It's almost like the World Cup final. It is. And will you win your three? I hope so, Jack. I hope so. For me to achieve happiness in life, I really do. I think you'll lose too. <laughs> no, I tell you what's going to happen. You're going to win two. You're going to be high as a kite, and then you'll lose. <laughs> Driftfield will win all three easy. Easy. They won't even use a bat on the final day. They'll use their hands. Ten points for a win. That's bullshit. It's a lot, isn't it? It's a lot. Thirty points up for grabs. Have you ever been to Driftfield? I don't even got no clue where it is. It smells of dog food for some weird reason. <laughs> Are you just being nasty because they might win? No, no. It's it's a very it's a very nice town, but it does smell dog so food. So that's three weekends, is it, or is that one weekend of cricket? We're Saturday, Monday this weekend, bank holiday. Yeah, and then we're Saturday for the last game of the season, and on the Sunday, Ben. So Sunday the third, we are in a cup final. Cass versus York. How's that going to? What? So you played there before? And- yeah. Playing Saturday and Sunday. Three matches. Yes. You're not knackered. Oh, you don't play. You just shout at them. You hold their kit, don't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm water boy. I am full water boy. Do you, do you have to get the marks out of the whites? Yeah, do all that. Motivate people. Tell them how amazing they are and how we can do it. Come on, boys. And then when you lose, do you see your arse? Yes. When you lose, yes. do you see your arse? Properly. Get in the car and drive off. Yes. Um, and if I've given someone a lift and we lose, they get a lift home with somebody else. Because <laughs> you don't want to be around me. Fucking well, there we go. So it's it's heating up. Producer Henry did say to me on um, Friday night, he was like, "Get we should get Jack and Ben to come to the final, and I, we'll film it for YouTube. And I was like, yes, they would love to see me in my element. What would you do if you had to give a team talk to Cass for the final? Like, this is your moment to give us a 
come on, Cass, you can do it. You've only got a couple of games left. You've got you've got a double. Hopefully, you can go on and win the double. What would you say? I suppose it's the same team that's like just played and they're knackered. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Saturday, Sunday. Well, it's last push, isn't it? After this, you can have a line. <laughs> you can rest your bat. Just hit the ball. That's it. Yeah. Hit the ball hard. Hit the ball hard. Hit the ball hard, lads. Off you go. Run when you're meant to. Yeah. Don't run when you're not meant to. <laughs> it's a simple game, isn't it, boys? But you're not giving the team talk, Colson. You're not giving... That's up to the captain. You're not doing it. No, I just sit back, relax, and try and pretend I'm in control. But Wainers is doing it. Is that right? Well, he's not captain. He's not captain anymore. Oh. He's not captain. Callum's captain now. There. Callum's captain Ooh, now. Captain Callum. Captain Callum. So that's the cricket. That's how it stands. The final push. Obviously, you'll be able to tell by my mood next week how it's gone. Will it be on... Um... Or his Wi-Fi's gone, Jack. Just me and you. Ben, ben has left the Zoom just as we were about to have his animal encounter. What a shame. What could mm. it have been? Dog pissing on ice bath? <laughs> I hope not. Um... I haven't got any animal... Have you got any animal encounters, then? Uh, well, I am, but I'll tell you what's doing my fucking head in right now. Fruit flies. Uh, do you get them? Yeah. How the fuck do you get rid of them? Have you got a fruit bowl? Yeah, but only it has bananas in and they're fresh. Yeah, well, there you go. There you go. What do, you, what, what do I do? Stop having bananas? I don't fucking know. Just put up with them and... I don't know. Do they not Bungle. really annoy you? Well, yeah, they're annoying, yeah. I'm quite good at catching him. He's back in the fruit room. Flies. Ben, what what do you yeah. do about fruit flies? Get rid of the fruit. Yeah. That's all they You've had the fruit too long. No, they're brand new. Brand new bananas. Bananas, fruit flies, love. Put them in the fridge. I one time opened up a banana. It's a true story. One time I opened up a banana and a black spider crawled out of it. <laughs> oh. They're really bad, those ones. They're really bad. The ones on, on bananas are bad, I think. It was in. It was in the banana. Yeah, I think they're really bad. I think they're really bad, really deadly, those ones. Oh. I mean, this is when I was a kid. What did you do? I think I told my dad, and he said, yeah, if you eat a banana at night, spiders come out of it. <laughs> That's just what he said. <laughs> and I went, all oh, right. And you've never touched a banana at night again. I just put it in bin. I just put it in bin. <laughs> but ever since then, I always thought it were a thing. Like, you can't eat them at night. A banana at night. <laughs> <laughs> My worst ever encounter with food, yeah? This, I mean, it's... Oh, I can't tell you how bad this was. Imagine, you've, I've, I've got my pan, I've got my eggs, I'm, I'm cracking my eggs into my pan to make scrambled egg, yeah? Cracking one, cracking two... Crack the third fermented egg. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Is that a stink bomb? Oh, have you ever had one? No. No. Oh, we're talking black and stink bomb. Awful. Like, the worst thing ever. It's, oh, it was awful. It was like a blacky green. How did you get that? How did you get the stinky egg? I think, because we had chickens at the time. So I think that the shell was must have been weak or like had like a pinhole in it or had like a crack somewhere else. And obviously the eggs then fermented 
and then I've cracked it, and oh, I was basically, I was basically sick over the pan. Instantly. <laughs> Were you sick into the pan? Yeah. Were you sick into yeah. the pan? I'm talking. It, it, like it, a cartoon. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't tell you how bad it was. It, it was, it was up there with, it's my worst ever food encounter. I'll tell you what, that reminds me of being, when you were school trip, coach, you're on your way, you've had breakfast, you've had Weetabix. Your lad, one of your lads at the back or at the front chucks, everyone's gone. Everyone's going, <laughs> everyone's going then. And then you're straight off to the tacker, aren't you? Sir, sir, I'm going to be set. Can I stand it? I can't stand it. I'm going to have to pull over. Oh, that smell. Fermented egg and sick on a coach. Grim. <laughs> Grim. So now you're back, Ben, before the old whiffy dropped out, you mentioned a little animal encounter. Yeah, fruit flies. <laughs> <laughs> Joking. Uh, yeah, it <laughs> didn't happen to me. Oh, okay. It's a secondary animal encounter, which I thought this is interesting. We've got, you might have this, well, you might not actually, compost bin. Got it at home, mum and dad's. Right, in the garden, you shove some of the vegetable shit into like a thing in the garden and it goes it ferments turns into soil is this what your badger got hold of yeah badger got older yeah loves it yeah smelly loves it anyway it's not a proper bin it's been used for something else but it's got a hole at the bottom now for six months this thing at the bottom keeps coming out and we keep putting it back in i'm thinking yeah it's just it's just been pushed out by all the veg whatever Right. <laughs> it's, that's it's so much veg being pushed out. And then my, my, my wife gets the veg bucket from the kitchen to go and put it in the compost bin. <laughs> Opens the top, the fermenting massive rat. Oh. Doing the full meal. Screams. Oh, she does shitter pants. Shitter pants. Has she got hold of it in her hand? How's it got in? No, she's opened the bin lid and it's just there. From the from bottom. The bottom. <laughs> so it goes, it burrows in the bottom. Climbed its way up. Climbs its way up inside. So climbs up through like the compost to yeah. the to the yeah. fresh. Thinking to the top fresh stuff. So climbs up through the compost thinking. Well, he's in Aladdin's cave, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's like, he's won the national lottery. Yeah. All his numbers have come. He's not told his mates. No. It's just him. And it fills up. It fills fucking back up as <laughs> yeah. well, Ben. I might, as, I might as well stay here. It's the golden coral. Do you remember that kid's story? He had that porridge bowl that kept filling and they couldn't believe it. And it over, it's like that. He's like, lads, I've gone to this place. You won't believe it. There's just loads of rotting food. Anyway, she screams, lid off. Sun comes out. He's not doing anything. But then stars in and around. Now, this should be home territory. To yeah, Star, Star is a ratter, surely. You don't really want your dog, in a way, to go and eat a rat, do you? you don't yeah, want it's a terrier. No, just it's scary. a terrier. She's not going to eat it. She's not going to eat it. She's just going to scare it. She you. would bloody eat it if she got the chance. I don't know. She's Anyway, she called her out. Come on, come on. And then <laughs> she comes out. She's not interested. Alex looks back in the, in the bin. It's gone. It's gone. And she goes, oh, it's gone, it's gone, I wonder where it is. It's on her feet. Fuck off. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's from her feet. Gone, full gun's gone. Full screen. It's on her. 
It's on her. Oh. So it's gone out, down the bin, out the bottom and gone... <laughs> oh, <laughs> sat on, on her feet. feet. Is she barefoot? Sat on her feet. No, she's got those, you know, those Birkenstock sandals. Okay, oh, so yeah. she's pretty much barefoot. She's barefoot. It's just sat on her feet. Oh. It's, a, it's a full wash. It's a full wash. Oh, it is. It's a shower. It's a bath. It's not nice, a bath. It's a bath. It's a you bath. can't, you can't bath. shower Star. a rat off. No clue. Yeah, you, you don't want a bath. You don't because then you're bathing in rat juice. <laughs> you need. You don't to want shower. a bath. You need the foot spa. Star, not a clue. Star's running around thinking it's a massive. Game. It's a big game. Not a clue. The rat has had a right old time. Just goes like that on her feet, do 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 do, into the woods, off. So that's it. So now all I'm doing is going over to that bin, waiting to try and find it. I did it today. So I creep up to the bin, open the lid, and go ah wasn't there rat attack there we go rat attack they're good i have good. to send them i have to send them to you Jack. yeah the rats are good they are they're lots it's of a good value yeah hey I, yeah. I tell you what ben if you're lucky enough and you wait around long enough the rat might get abducted by aliens mm, possible well it might do which might be a better film which brings us on to this week's film which is jackie p's first choice of series a and jack before me and Ben ask you a few questions about your first choice of Series 8, please, for the first time in Series 8, let's have your synopsis. Okay, so this film follows um, a protagonist called Travis Walton, and basically him and a group of mates, they're basically tree surgeons. So they're on like a contract where from like... For, um, the local town to cut down some trees. While they're doing that one day into the night, on their way home, having done a hard day's shift cutting trees down, him and a group of five guys in a truck, they spot some strange lights happening um, above the forest where they are. So they drive down to investigate. It's a big red light. Um, and it seems as though there's an unidentified flying object, UFO, flying about, and Travis jumps out the truck to go and inspect further. They all beckon him back into the truck, but he ignores them. A beam of light shoots at, shoots at Travis, knocking him unconscious. All the other guys freak out and drive off, and then basically he gets abducted by aliens, does Travis. <laughs> Stay with me. Please. We're, 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 we're on every word, mate. We are yeah, on every stay. word. Built this up. Stay. God, you built this up. Yeah. They freak out. They go to a bar to his friends to make a call to the police to say, Travis is gone. They don't know where he's gone. Um, and then it's a big town search trying to find Travis. <sighs> it's been about three minutes, this. Shh. Their story. Is this is the film. This is well, he's, 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 he's done first twenty-five minutes. He's got abducted. They go and they don't know where he days, is. Yeah, that's it. Him. He's gone, and they don't know where he is. And everyone is like thinking, "You fucking killed Travis." And I hope like, he's fucked off. Yeah. And he comes back, and goes, "Hi, yeah." <laughs> that's that's the synopsis. I know we're hard on you at times, Jack. Yeah, but that was fucking terrible. No, 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 no. That's good. That's good, <laughs> Jack. Can you explain mm. to the audience mm. who won't have seen this, why yeah. did you pick this film? I probably watched this film, you know, when it came out, or when it came to video, anyway. Um, I don't know when it came to video, maybe like 95, something like that. came out in 93, and I really enjoyed it. Um, I remember being, I proper believed, is it Robert Patrick? 
Yeah. Or is it Patrick Robertson? <laughs> oh Which one is it? The is one it who goes Patrick missing, Travis. Robertson. Robert Patrick from Terminator. Yeah, Terminator, yeah. Robert Patrick. Robert Patrick, it's him. I proper believed him and his, um, and his mates because they're telling the story before, as an audience, we actually see it, don't they? Yeah. So it starts on them making the getaway and making the escape from the woods, and you don't know what they're running from. E.T.'s in it. He is in it, isn't he? Henry Thomas. Is he? Who does he play? Henry t- hardly talks. He's he's the 17-year-old guy who's scared in the gang. Yeah. The young guy. Oh. With the irony of being in one of the biggest E.T. movies ever to one of the shittest. Wow. As if that's him. As if he's gone from E.T. to Fire in the Sky. To Turd in the Sky. No, no, no. So what? N- neither of you liked it. Jack, it's terrible. No, no, no. I'm not having that. It's shy. Do you know what? Let's not let's not even have the pretext of trying to talk about the film. It is shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> isn't. It's, it's the, brilliant. The CGI is shit. You don't need CGI. The aliens are shit. The when he land comes back is shit. They're shit mates. They're, no, they're not. Dallas shit is good. Mates. Dallas no, is good. Jack, they go back and when they're being interviewed by police, they're just like, oh. Yeah, left him. Yeah, he went off. Then he comes back. They go, "Oh, thank goodness, you got us off." Robert and then Patrick's it all hinges. Good. It all hinges on the the lie detector test, which they all pass. We're driving round one day. Yeah, and I'm driving. You wouldn't come back for me. We're in Ben's car because we need a car with five doors. Ben's driving. Yeah. I'm in Don't front. Don't five doors? No, no, he's only got three. Have you? You're in back, Jack. I've got the kids' estate car, haven't I? Yeah. We're fucking giving along. You're in back, Jack. And I see a beaming light. And I go, hang on a minute, Ben. And I get out and I walk to this beaming light and I get abducted. But then my, my body's on the floor. Do you go and get my body? Stick you in the boot. You see, I kind of... I mean, they drive off, don't they? I don't think... I wouldn't drive off. Would you, would, you get out, would you get out and get me? I'd get out and get you. Do you know why? I couldn't be arsed. Where someone goes, what happened to Colson? Oh, we left him. I'd be like, oh, I'm not leaving him. And actually, I'd want to see what's gone on anyway. Mm-hmm. I'd be quite into it. If the aliens came along, I'd be like, yeah, fair enough. They kind of think, don't they? They kind of think in the um, in the moment that he's dead. Yeah, but you'd still check, wouldn't you? You wouldn't, Jack. You'd drive off. No, no, I'd, I'd check. Would you? Yeah. Colson, would you you'd drive off, you'd get scared. It depends how scary the big beaming light is, and it it depends if it feels like if I felt like I would run over to said person and I would get zapped. I don't think I would, but if I felt like the the danger was lessened, I would, out of the curiosity. The alien bit was shit. The aliens are a bit shit. I get that. They're shit. But that's the budget. Why is he at zero gravity? He's he's covered in the condom. Yeah. Um, and then he's in he's in those little pods isn't he and with that zero gravity bit yeah it was like the Matrix wasn't it it was the Matrix before they made the Matrix well funnily enough the guy who shot it the cameraman who shot it I saw his name and I recognise him because he's the same cameraman who did the Matrix because it's the same pods as the Matrix yeah 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 I mean it 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 truly was terrible Jack no 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 (laughs) fuck 
tell us one good bit. Tell us one thing. The beginning. One good the thing. The beginning and them shitting themselves. Awful. And when they get back to that bar, Awful. I believe they've seen some shit. Been in the bar, what worst bit? What? When they're going, sit down, sit down, and we'll tell, we'll tell you what we've seen tonight. Shite. No, I loved all that. I liked when they actually saw it in the sky. I thought, once he'd no, gone... that's shit. That was shit when they saw it. Because he's trying to pretend he's acting to one massive light. There's fuck all there. They've shined a torch in his face. Why do, like, the X-Files arrive to come and assist in the case? Like, don't, don't you worry. We believe you. We know this stuff happens. In the yeah. yeah, I didn't understand. What's all that about? That's like a separate storyline. Because he sort of didn't trust the police, did he? Because they're kind of always trying to think that he'd done it. Also, Jack, I know this is its based on a true story, allegedly, this, yeah? It is, yeah, yeah. If somebody has been abducted by aliens... Yeah. They're going straight to like Area Fifty One or some form of lockdown, or they're not. They're not going to a family party in two days' time. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's Ooh. there's loads of talk that they weren't actually aliens. That it was um, U.S. government carrying out tests and stuff because the people that you saw in the spaceship, a spaceship. I'm saying in um, inverted commas. He says were human. So, I think it were like a, a what is it? What, what is it they call it? Um, Social experiment. Like a security, what is it? Public security order thing, like stamped on it, type thing. The th- when the treacle fell off the table into his mouth and he got a flashback. Yeah, because he had all that squidgy, squidgy jelly in his mouth, didn't he? It reminded him. You love Jack. <laughs> You love facts and you love real things based in films. Mm. So if this film's based on a true story, what what can mm. you tell us about it? Okay. Well, the abduction bit, right? That's all bollocks. That didn't happen, right? Like the beam of light and everything. Or it did, but not to the extent where there were a massive ship, I don't think. So there was never a fire in the sky? I think there was, but it wasn't, it wasn't like they could see it or something. And then... Um, he didn't get, you know, like he's getting dragged through a corridor. Yeah. That didn't, by the aliens, that didn't happen. All he said was, is that he woke up on a table and that there were these three shapes, like alien figures, doing tests on him, like poking him and stuff, right? And then, but there were also humans in the room as well. And he were able to, uh, to talk to the humans and they wouldn't talk to him. They just ushered him into another room where he sat down on a chair. Then another human came and put like a gas mask on his face and he passed out. And the next thing he knows, he was walking down a highway. But five days had passed since he got taken. How did his friends know him to get taken then? What was the whole lie detector test about in in the real story? Because he'd been gone for five days. Have they seen him disappear? No, because they drove off, didn't they? And when they came back, he'd gone. So, But why were they considered for murder then? How's all that fit into it? Because there were no body. He was missing. But how do they know he's been abducted by aliens? Shit, shit. It's an absolute shit, shit. Because there were loads of lights. You said it didn't... You happen. said they didn't see the lights. No, no, no. I said they saw lights. They did. I don't know if they saw, like, a spaceship. Loads of shit. 
It's not a load of shit. I don't believe you. You're changing your story. (laughs) How easy you broke down so easily. We fucking had a go at your story and you went, well, there wasn't really one. It didn't happen. No, no. It was people. No, it's like little bits. Like, you know, like those pods that he he woke up in and then he got out and he was floating around. None of that happened. Oh, so what bit of this film? Listen, the screenwriter has sexed it up a bit, hasn't she? That's what's happened. Hold on. Massively, Jack. There's no UFO. There's no aliens. No, but there's no They weren't even mates. All it was was a lad went on holiday for five days and came back. <laughs> Some lad got really pissed and blacked out for five days, basically. Yeah, he got hammered, blacked out, came back and went, oof. And then why, Jack, does... Mm. The mate who doesn't get abducted to aliens move away from the town and go mental when the lad who did get abducted by aliens just settles in and has a normal life. Yeah, fuck those. I didn't get that. Robert, what's T-1000 in from Terminator? That didn't make sense. I don't know why he fucks off in his little house. And He was more affected by it than the lad who got abducted. Yeah. Maybe he was wrestling with the thing that he left him. I don't know. I guess the only thing that could possibly save this podcast, and it relies on one of us having something, and I think if anyone does, it could be Jack. But, I mean, this this is a different... This could be a completely different podcast. This could be a spin-off. Have any of us three had an experience or a sighting that you can't explain? Not with aliens, no. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's going to be a short ep, isn't it, this? Well, I am. Ben? Why, would you, why did you think Jack would be the one I anyway? just thought, well, I know Jack's brother's into it, so I thought he might have some second-hand stories. No, I haven't. My brother's well into the um, well into the aliens. He loves it. Ben, anything ever, any crop circles, anything weird, anything ever seen, anything? Anything flying that you've gone, that's weird, what's that? Or no. No. So we have no alien stories. I'll tell you what I did hear the other day. They were talking about alien sightings or UFOs and there was loads in a certain part of England. There was like 300 sightings. Or in Scotland, there were 300 sightings. 299 of them were from the same bloke. <laughs> 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 Everyone thought it was like the centre of like UFO, and it was just the same lad ringing up every other week. I've seen it again. I've seen it. No, I've not seen anything. Colson, you've got a UFO in your kitchen, haven't you? When you put that light on, people <laughs> must think it's a fire in the sky. Yeah, yeah, they do. Do your neighbours come over and go? I've just seen the UFO in your kitchen. Come yes. It's it's back. They're back. To, it's actually what I put on to cover up when the aliens do land. It kind of distracts. My final question then for you both before we go into the break, and I want a yes or no answer with a reasoning. Okay, do you believe that there is another life form out there? Yeah. Reason. Universe is too big. Ben. Uh. Yeah, I could I could see the what there would be. Why would they hide? What do you mean? There may be not. Everyone always goes, no clear picture. And everyone goes, oh, yeah, it was at night. We didn't quite see them. Why, why are they hiding? Wouldn't they just, well, we're here. <laughs> it's like a weird thing where everyone goes, oh, they don't want to be seen. Why not? I don't think they give two stuffs if they land in the middle of mm. in the middle of New York City. Mm. It's always seemed a bit weird to me 
that the aliens go, don't get seen. Whatever you do, don't get seen. Come at night. Go to Mexico. Go to, to the desert. I don't think aliens would look like anything what people expected aliens to look like. But then why do we expect aliens to look like that? Who's had the first sighting to decide that that's what aliens look like? Anyway, on that note, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and we will rate Fire in the Sky. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. We're back from the break. Time for the ratings. In the break, Ben confessed something to me and Jack. Earlier in the episode, his Wi-Fi didn't cut out. He was, in fact, abducted <laughs> by aliens. <laughs> and I only lost five seconds. <laughs> Not five days. Not five days. You didn't know. What happened to you, Ben? What did they do? Now. <laughs> it looked like this. <laughs> <laughs> Look like my back garden. Jackie P, you start us off. It's yeah. your film. Um, like I say, I watched this film when I was a kid and I really liked it and I was interested to see if I would still like it. Now I'm a little older and I did like the film. I thought it did get baggy after he came back, uh, after Travis uh, came back. The ending's a little bit meh, but I did, I did, I do like the the setup. Basically, the first hour of the film, I really liked, and the last sort of half an hour, it, it does sort of like go off a bit. Um, so I'm gonna give it seven point two. That's a load of shit. It's good. That is fire. a load of <laughs> fire in the fucking sky. Seven point two. Seven point two. Seven point two. You've watched that, and halfway through, you've gone. This is no, shit. No, not once. Not once. Just at the end, I thought mm, a little bit baggy, but I, I, re- I was really invested in the beginning. Baggy. An hour and fifty-seven. A little bit baggy. What oh, happens, Jack? I think it is. What it? happens? Nothing the first, happens. The first like hour and twenty, it's 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 decent. Jack, after I watched it, I had to have a nap. No, no. What's decent in the first hour and twenty? Tell me what's decent. It's them and it's him going and, and I want to know the story and I properly invested in them. And I think even the setting, even it's setting up's terrible. What are you giving it, Coles? Three. 
What? Three. Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Three is generous. I'll give you a good thing. The opening shot, when the car stays and nearly hits yeah, a lorry, yeah, good, I was yeah. like, yeah, that's good. This could be good, this. Then in the bar, terrible. Why? When they're chopping wood up, terrible. When they're fighting with chainsaws, terrible. It it just, it is, it's just not great. And then when he get when he comes back and he's like in a phone booth going, Travis, help me. Oh, Mike. Mike, help me. <laughs> he ends up by the newspaper stand in the nude. Yeah. I mean, the, the, and the, do you know what I've given one for? The fact that it said at the end of the film, they all took a lie detector yeah. 10 years later and that they still... They all still passed. Yeah, that's the only thing. Well, so they were the, all telling the truth, weren't Yeah, they? Jack, but they're what you've told us is the truth were a completely different film, happen. yeah. No, not Could be telling truth about anything, anything. Just sexed up a bit. It was just a bit more Hollywood. Well, if it had more sex in it, it would have been better. So <laughs> the bit in the, bit in the um, spaceship was just... The whole bit? The whole bit oh, about the fucking on. film? come on. Turd in the sky well, what was are you, a lie? What are you giving it, Ben? Zero. It's a zero. No, you can't oh, give zero. Oh, it's a zero. You can't give zero. It's a zero. It's of not. Course you can. No, that's It's bullshit. not even... Badly entertaining. It's, it's not even never a fucking a zero in a million years. It's not even Red Stripe or whatever it was called. <laughs> Red Stripe. <laughs> Red Stripe. Sometimes when I pick films and I see them in a different way, is this how? Is this how you feel? Am I feeling how you feel? This is a good film, Jack. It's not. It's really not. What is it on Rotten Tomatoes? Forty percent. I don't know. I don't even know what it is on IMDb. I'll have a check. No, it's 10.3 out of 30 on Sofa Cinema Club, by the way. 10.2 out of 30, sorry. 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. That's good. 6.5 on IMDb. 48% is a good film. That's a good, solid film. 6.5. And I've got, what did I go? 7.2. But I'm a little bit biased because I've got child nostalgia attached to it. But you got in with a fucking three. And then you, Price, jumping in with a zero. And that's generous. No. <laughs> He's gone minus to my films, remember that? He's gone Yeah, I've minus. done a minus before. That was generous. I mean, while I'm watching it, I'm going, is there anything in this that I would want to watch this again? Is there anything as I'm seeing it? And I thought, they've got no money for the special effects, so they've pulled along that pub chat. Then they've gone in and seen, they've done the, whatever it is with those monsters made out of plasticine. There's, I'm like, we're off here, we've gone. I mean, this is way after E.T. You two know, it's yeah, good. that I want to go on holiday to America, Montana, where that film is based. Nothing in that film made me want to go on holiday. In fact, it made me think, maybe I won't go on holiday. I'd say if I get abducted, abducted, I'm going to say, you better up your game here, lads, because I've seen what's happened before and it was r- bobbins. I've seen fire in the sky. I know the drill. Well, it's got a 10.2 out of 30 on Sofa Cinema Club, which takes it to smack bottom of the leaderboard of Series 8. Let's just Listen, hope... Audience, fire in the sky, you don't know what you're missing. Well, let's just hope that our audience do know what they're missing because next week... It's their film choice, and I'm hoping they bring back some class to this podcast because listener's choice is where you guys at home 
get to pick the film. So we put it out on our Instagram, at Sofa Cinema Club. We ask you guys to suggest a film that you would like us to talk about. And then we put all those films into a random generator and we get four and you guys at home vote for them on our Instagram stories. And semi-final number one was Pitch Perfect versus Green Street. Semi-final number two was Fifty Shades versus The Prestige. Again, two very, very different films. Semi-final number one was a bit of a landslide, really. And it was won by, any guesses? Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect books its place in the final. And, weirdly, winning by the exact same amount... It's Fifty Shades, which means the final is Fifty Shades versus Pitch Perfect. Shall we find out what film we're watching next week? Pitch Perfect. Ooh, interesting. I remember the Cup song. I got the ticket for the long way. Is that not Pitch Perfect 2, maybe? I remember that. That's all I remember. I've never seen it. It sort of came off on the back of, like, Glee and... Yeah, it's like a posh high school musical, isn't it? Yeah. All a cappella. They sing without musical yeah, instruments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is what we're watching next week. But if you can't wait until next week for more Sofa Cinema Club, remember, Patreon is our paid-for subscription platform where we give you extra episodes of Sofa Cinema Club. You also get ad-free episodes. You get access to our Instagram close friends. You get many, many things, including more stuff to come. But the biggie, the big gun is you get in the world of employment at the Sofa Cinema Club HQ slash movie theatre production house cinema. And this week, we're delighted to welcome three new members to our staff force and boys we're we're always excited to welcome people aren't we you know it's 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 always good to kind of have new people in you know new new additions to the team and kind of keep keep building the family and i don't know if you remember but um i have a science teacher don't i in the you do yeah i do and she's doing a great job um she's you know she's 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 taught us some science she's had a bunsen burners out she's done some work with us as miss halloway she um she she's she's had a bunsen burners out and she jack weren't you dissecting a frog and all that last week i was i also brought a frog back to life did she hurt oh, nice fishy's nice eye. yeah well she came to me and she said look someone i've worked with before and he's great if you need a maths teacher. And I said, you know what? We we do need a maths teacher. So I'm delighted to welcome to the team Morgan Add It All <laughs> is our maths teacher. Add it all. Why have we got a maths teacher? Well, we got a science teacher. <laughs> we might as well have a maths teacher. It's a fucking film company. We're opening a school. Crash. And his name's Adding All. So. Adding all, maths, perfect. They are adding it all. Adding all. Um, okay, do you remember, I think we've got um, like an ice cream truck, haven't we? Didn't we have someone doing ice cream yeah. on an ice cream yeah, I'm truck? Sure we did. 
We did, didn't yeah. we? Rings a bell at some point. I'm sure. Anyhow, the, this ice cream truck, um, it's all, the queues are a mile long every time. They need, um, they need an assistant and the assistant is, um, she's on lollies and the person, <laughs> person who, and head of lollies is Molly. <laughs> I've just got a first name. What do you want me to do? Molly's on lollies. What do you want? You've given it Molly's a Molly's on lollies. Well done. So I got into the building bit, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, it didn't go down well, that, by the way, because everyone's commenting on how you gave you gave two people the same job within <laughs> three no, minutes. No, 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 no. <laughs> building and land is two different things. It is, yeah. Can be, yeah. Construction. Things. Don't listen to them, Coulson. Yeah. Don't read the comments. It's our company. Head of Tarmac, Jeff Hickmott. <laughs> Head of Tarmac. What's a load of shit? <laughs> What's a load of shit, Jeff? Jeff Hickmott, what are you up to? Head of Tarmac. I tell you what, there's money in that. But um been a good week at Sofa Cinema Club HQ. Yeah. You all enjoyed it. Jack, you been to the deli? Um, I have. Who's on the deli again? Oh, Petronelli. Petronelli's Deli. Anyway, I'm going to have to get off because I've got a booth booked in heaven and hell at 11. So I'm going to I'm gonna get off for that. Um, if you want to get involved in Patreon, it's really easy to do so. Go on over to patreon.com forward slash sofa cinema club. Like I said, we're back here on Thursday where we're talking all things pitch perfect. We will see you then. And remember, we're here on Monday for Sofa Cinema Club Extra Terrestrial. Goodbye. Bye.